0: When Man of Steel first premiered, it's safe to say it wasn't met with a lot of positive feedback from fans. Though, let's be clear, none of the current DC comic films have been loved by fans at all. Until the recent release of Aquaman, but that's another essay topic. With the recent announcement from DC that they're going to be rebranding and taking the franchise in a possible new direction, I decided to give these films a second chance. This is something that both Hot and I love to do on script to screen. Watch movies that we didn't like on the first watch again and see if our opinion has changed. After finishing The Man of Steel rewatch, here is my verdict. Zack Snyder's film is the most accurate depiction of the hero that audiences have ever seen. A superman that is struggling with his identity. Unlike most accounts, excluding the WB television series Smallville, when we first meet Clark Kent in Man of Steel, he's lost. He's trying to find his purpose, but feeling very out of place. And this is something we've all felt at some point in our lives.
1: Clark, honey. It's mom. Will you open the door? What's wrong with him anyway? He's such a baby. His parents won't even let him play with all of their kids. I know. What a weirdo. Sweetie. How can I help you if you won't let me in? The world's too big, mom. Then make it small.
0: This immediately makes Clark the most lifelike he's ever been. The path that Clark is on here is a heavily emotional one, and more importantly, one about the consequences that arise from the choices that life forces you to make. Throughout his journey in Man of Steel, Clark has to reconcile the teachings from his Kryptonian father, Jor-El, and Jonathan Kent, his father from Earth. If Clark is to become the man that arguably both fathers want him to be, in their own ways, of course, and ultimately having to find acceptance and come to terms with who he, Clark, is. I just wanted to help.
1: I know you did, but we talked about this. Right? Right, we talked about this. You have, Clark, you have to keep this side of yourself a secret. What was I supposed to do? Just let him die? Maybe. There's more at stake here than just our lives, Clark, or the lives of those around us. When the world When the world finds out what you can do, it's gonna change everything. Our our beliefs, our notions of what it means to be human, everything. You saw how Pete's mom reacted, right? She was scared of Clark.
0: Why? This is not the colorful Superman tale of old that flies with the swelling, legendary orchestral music of John Williams. In Man of Steel, Clark is a more relatable figure who deals with very human issues of love, divided loyalties, and family, even though he is anything but human himself.
1: You're the answer, son. You're the answer to are we alone in the universe? I don't want to be. And I don't blame you, son be a huge burden for anyone to bear but you're not just anyone clark and i have to believe that you were that you were sent here for a reason all these changes that you're going through one day one day you're going to think of them as a blessing and when that day comes you're going to have to make a choice a choice of whether to stand proud in front of the human race or not can i just keep pretending i'm your son you are my son <laughs> But somewhere out there you you have another father too who gave you another name and he sent you here for a reason clark and even if it takes you the rest of your life you owe it to yourself to find out what that reason
0: is from the vital flashbacks that take the audience across clark's childhood teen years and post-high school years, to the very controversial yet powerful end scene where Superman kills Zod, every moment within this film is a fragment of the puzzle that is Clark trying to understand himself, all the while we the audience are trying to understand him as well. Upon a second viewing, all of these themes stand out more powerfully than they did before, and the violence that was so heavily criticized that spreads throughout the film becomes the least exciting part about the movie. I'm gonna go off on a little tangent here, so keep up. There's a lot of negativity and criticism surrounding Zack Snyder's version of Superman. In Man of Steel, he delivers a narrative that is in many ways too big for most people to grasp. This is by no means a jab at everyday audiences, but rather a jab at Zack Snyder for expecting too much from his audience. The current audience has been spoiled by the MCU recipe, and this only harmed Snyder's mythical take on Superman and the rest of the DCEU gods. No, the MCU recipe is not wrong by any means, and many of their films are great, but it cannot be ignored when looking at the vision that Snyder had and the effects that proceeded. The MCU is colorful, it's bright, it's funny, and yes, filled with action, thrills, and utter, fulfilling entertainment. The DCEU that could have been, or let's call it the Snyder-verse, wanted something more grandiose and operatic that talked about larger-than-life themes with characters who are very much larger-than-life. Marvel heroes, for the most part, are humans who are extraordinary or develop extraordinary abilities, but they are human. DC heroes, on the other hand, are more akin to gods than humans. Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Supergirl. Sure, there are human DC heroes, but aside from Batman and Green Arrow, thanks to the CW series, none of the others are that known. Even the Flash is arguably more god than human. Snyder wanted to focus on the god part, and if a man of steel could ever find his humanity. Okay, let's get back to the movie. Cinematographically, Snyder opts for a handheld feel throughout the film. The camera zooms in harshly during action-packed moments. Think of a journalist filming the action as it happens. And softer handheld scenes during the more intimate moments. Think of a family member filming for a home video. With that in mind, the film has some breathtaking visual moments, even though it is quite CGI-heavy. But then again, what superhero film isn't CGI-heavy nowadays? At least the CGI in Man of Steel has purpose, and doesn't stand out like it does in a certain fight scene sequence towards the end of a certain Wakandian film. Many complained about the level of destruction and violence that occurs in the movie, but... Isn't this the consequence of war? And not to mention the visual representation of Superman's internal turmoil? Instead of uttering the phrase, I'm being torn apart. Snyder and company decide to show us this and not tell us. War is not an oversaturated heroes flying around defeating bad guys sort of thing. War is ugly, it's devastating, and it's damaging, both internally and externally. There's a scene that shows Clark fighting with his father around the middle of the movie. I'm tired of safe. I just want to do something useful with my life.
1: So farming, feeding people, that's not, that's not useful. I didn't say that. My family's been farming for five generations, Clark. Your family, not mine. I don't even know why I'm listening to you. You're not my dad. You're just some guy who found me in a field. Clark! That's all right, Martha.
0: He's Snyder here yet again uses nature's rage to parallel Clark's internal rage, this time by means of a tornado. Clark is ordered by his father to take his mother to safety and when Martha realizes that she'd forgotten the family dog in the truck it is Jonathan that decides to go save the dog and not Clark. When Jonathan gets to the truck he is injured and loses the ability to get himself back to safety. Clark now seeing this moves forward to save his father and is about to use his Superman abilities when Jonathan raises his hand and suddenly shakes his head, no. This forces Clark to stand by and watch his father perish. Jonathan does this due to the countless witnesses around that could potentially complicate Clark's already quite complicated life. This heart-wrenching moment haunts Clark and is the basis of his identity crisis throughout the movie. He loses the only father he'd known up until this point and has no other connection to his birth parents. Never had audiences seen this amount of heaviness in a Superman film. And this is why Man of Steel is, in fact, as powerful as it is. It's all built on the choices that Clark makes, the decisions that later carry consequence. This is more of a tragedy than a stereotypical superhero movie, and it's certainly far more aggressive. Now, on the other side of the coin is General Zod, the film's main antagonist and villain. He is the one whose choice was taken from him at the time of his artificially designed, predetermined role to fill Krypton's society. I know that sounds complicated, so I'm just going to let Jor-El do some Kryptonian history explaining.
1: This is a Genesis Chamber. All Kryptonians were conceived in chambers such as this. Every child was designed to fulfill a predetermined role in our society. As a worker, a warrior, a leader, so. Your mother and I believe Krypton had lost something precious. The element of choice, of chance. What if a child dreamed of becoming something other than what society had intended for him or her?
0: You see, to add another layer to this film, Snyder also criticizes the idea of predetermined roles that society forces you to play throughout your life. Zod was designed to fight for Krypton and, as such, knows nothing else and cannot choose anything else to fight for nor live for. Zod's arc brings forth the theological aspects of the film. In fact, all of the Kryptonian storyline does. Zod's initial feud with Clark's father is due to Jor-El being very much an advocate of free choice and this makes him a criminal and an enemy of the state on Krypton. Jor-El, an advocate of free will, sends his only son Kal-El in the hopes that he will continue that philosophy and teach it to the people of Earth and ultimately bring them hope. The parallels here are too clear and transparent to ignore. Man of Steel is a film with a massive messianic arc, even more so than Bryan Singer's shameful Superman Returns. Now, no film is anything without its score, and though Hans Zimmer's most recent scores have not been up to par with his previous works, and again, this is in my humble opinion, the musical landscape he creates for Man of Steel is another crucial layer of this film. Zimmer brings forth the souls of the characters with the sounds of his melodies and the rage of Superman with the gusto of his percussions. Earth, one of the final tracks on the soundtrack, is a bittersweet theme for the trinity of Clark Kent. The human, the hero, and the hope. Ultimately, this is what the film is about. It's the internal fight of a man who is trying to figure out who he is, where he belongs, and what his purpose on this planet called Earth is. And the brilliance of it is that the film ends with Clark only taking one step towards figuring that out. See, Zack Snyder's genius here was to not fully complete Clark's journey. He only checks one element off of the Trinity. The human part. This is why the final scene in the film is Clark introducing himself to Lois Lane at the Daily Planet. This is the human part. As for the hero and the hope elements, well, we may never see those now due to Warner Brothers and DC wanting to take a more Marvel-esque tone for their films. But I stand firm in saying that Man of Steel is the Superman chapter we needed. And I am disappointed that it took me this long to figure it out. But hey, if Clark Kent isn't ashamed of not being perfect, then neither am I. Thank you so much for tuning in to this second uh, uh, audio essay. I'm beyond humbled and thankful for all the positive and... uh, constructive criticism I received for my first audio essay. I promise you I will take everything that I heard and and put it into work for future episodes. Please feel free to send me your feedback over this one as well. You can follow me on Twitter at Alamahana as well as at Alamahana on Instagram. You can check out script to screens Facebook page at facebook.com slash script 2 screenpod You can also follow my co-host, Hod Solo, at hod.solo on Instagram. You can also check out our YouTube page. Thank you again. See you next time.